What's up, faders? And here we go with another special show. Welcome to Got Faded Japan. I'm your host, Tom Tom Tokyo. And I'm King Otaku. King Otaku. Yes, um, as you guys may know, uh, Johnny is unfortunately not here. He's basically traveling around America. He made an appearance on what was it, Sick and Wrong podcast? That's what I heard. That was which was pretty dope. I thought. I think I believe he's on there. Episode 601. Nice. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. So, yeah, he rocks up there and he hangs out with them for a bit and they shoot the shit. So, it's a pretty good podcast. It's a pretty good podcast in general. So, yeah, we look forward to getting him back and seeing what he's been up to in America. That's what he's been doing. And uh, I'm a poor substitute. You're a poor substitute? No, you're otaku. You represent Japan. I'll uh, do my best. Let your proud Japanese spirit fly. (laughs) Okay. But, uh, yes, this is Got Faded Japan, which is about two dudes booze, Japan, and the news. And here we go, getting into it. So, we had a bit of an interesting day today. Yeah, we, uh, we, we did it up. Yeah, we went full on otaku today, basically. <clears throat> yeah, what, what did we do? Uh, let's see, first we, we met and we went to, uh, what was it, Monster Cafe? Uh, is, is it a cafe? It's not, is it Monster Jam? No, was it Monster Jam? I, thought, I could have sworn it was Monster uh, Cafe. Uh, I'll look it up later. All right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Dope place. Uh, what's what's that place all about, Tom? Well, it's basically like a comic books, like mostly American comics. <clears throat> yeah, well, I guess Monster Jam's, it's like toys, yeah, it's statues. More than, yeah, more than the toy stuff. Yes, and uh, as much as a, a taku as I am, like I just can't. Bring myself to buy American toys in Japan. No. Well, like that I get because like how do you say, like, you're here, like, you know, you can probably get the stuff cheaper back home. I'm also, not... like, you're limited on luggage space and this and that, and you gotta pay yeah. import taxes and blah blah blah. But there was there was some cool shit for me. Like I, I think I'm going by there and like uh, you know, dropping some papers on some items. Later. Yeah, what do you what are you gonna go back and buy, you think? Actually I was really hooked on that. They had an old school Optimus Prime that just like <laughs> brings back memories when I was a kid in the eighties and I was like, yeah, not not the not the fucking Michael Bay bullshit, but like a really old school looking one going I was looking and going, yeah. I want that. Yeah, that was like a more, I, I guess it'd be like a more modern, it's not, it's old school, but it's like, it was like more impressive than the old school toy, wouldn't you say? Yeah, so it's like, how do you say, like, it's mod retro, or it's up, an updated version of the old yes. school stuff, it wasn't yes. like, you know, yeah. Yeah, it was it was pretty dope. So I was looking at that. I was looking at a couple other items, man. Yeah, what uh, what all <laughs> that uh, what was it? Uh, Power Ranger sword that was pretty. That was dope. pretty cool. That was pretty dope. But like, <laughs> it's just like I I I I always wanted that uh, Voltron sword or not not the Voltron sword, but um, from Thundercats. They had, they had an old school one where you could do like the five step Thundercats, 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 Thundercats. Ho! Yes, they had yes. like they did the five step and everything. Yes. Like a blade eventually got bigger and then it like curled around your eyes. And... Right. Yeah. It's like a, a pre 
prepubescent erection, perhaps? <laughs> something like that, yes. probably. Yes. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. You know, not you mentioned it is kind of awfully phallic. Not hey. you mentioned it. <laughs> um, yeah, dope shop, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, so that was pretty cool. I like the, like, how do you say, like, right when you walk in there, so there's, like, you know, picture just showing, showcasing different toys they had. Mm-hmm. But, like, then they had this, like, blurb where it lists off, like, different series, and they had, like, literally everything. This is maybe the only time I've ever seen, like, a blurb of, like, for The Walking Dead next to, like, Pixar and Cars and shit like that. And Transformers. And Transformers and Power Rangers. And yes. don't, don't forget all that shit. It was all in this blurb, and, like, yeah, they totally had it all. Yeah, it's a dope place, so. Yeah, so it's fun for all ages. Yes, yes, yes. But we didn't buy anything. No, we didn't, yeah. but maybe I'll be going back there. Well, you've obviously stated your reason why you're not buying anything. But... Yeah, I've got a, you know, there's too much dope stuff to buy in Japan. Too much yeah. dope shit, so I want to buy Japanese shit. Yeah, you want the, like, the Japanese, the Japanese authentic, like, you know, the real otaku shit. Yeah, some dope kaiju stuff or some uh, dope tokusatsu shit. Well, they, they fucking, they do that and they do it very well, but they, they fucking better because they invented the whole fucking genre yeah sure um and yeah like the japanese take uh toy making seriously yeah oh dude i think i think in general the japanese just take their fun or anything very seriously <laughs> yes they it, it, they do like uh what was it you went to like the that grindcore a couple was it a week or two ago that seemed, that seemed like pretty hardcore um the paint your teeth show yeah okay and yeah, yeah. Like videos of it it looked like pretty fucking hard i wasn't there but it looked like it looked pretty intense well there was it's a there was there's some ex, definitely some experimental stuff going on and one of the dudes was just like um one man metal oh really yeah so like one man metal is you know, probably you have a backing track of drums or uh, electronic beats, and the dude plays guitar and quote unquote sings, okay. screams. Um, and this dude, yeah, he was in a radioactive suit. Um, Sounds pretty badass. It was it was fucking dope. But there's a lot of kind of uh, artsy stuff going on there as well, kind of. Uh, maybe uh, art performance and yeah. uh, experimental. It could very. It was very experimental. Being the key word, probably. Yes, to yeah, be I sure. Guess. I haven't uh, actually been to any of those. I know. I know Johnny's kind of involved with them, and yeah, they sound pretty dope. Maybe one of those days, so I'll uh, go go on down and check it out. Yeah, I guess it's a, a once a month party, so. Yeah, it seems like uh, one of these days I'll go down there and have some fun and see what's what. Yeah, yeah. There was a uh, ladies doing kind of uh, experimental performances, uh, mm. art pieces, okay. uh, smoking okay. cigarettes. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, Artistically like... smoking cigarettes. Yes. Like, no one smokes as best as me. I've got the artistry down. Well, it was, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, there was some dope shit to be sure. All right, well, that sounds pretty dope as well. And speaking of dope shit, actually, before we go any further, oh, this is uh, actually episode 602. Is that before right? Before I forget, yeah. We 602? Uh, six. Uh, three, uh, three sixty-two. Okay, wow, man, yeah, you fucked right, up. yeah. What is, you oh, you no, fucked up. Yeah, I you fucked up. up. <laughs> I done fucked up. No, I was thinking. I was thinking previous. I was previously of like uh, Johnny being on the sick and wrong. Yes, podcast. Like, yes. I done fucked up. I'm yeah. sorry. You called me out on. You got uh, me. Yeah. Yeah, but it's uh, episode three sixty-two. Yes. 
And all right, here we go. So right. here, here we go with a pick of the week. And Shiny Boy, what do we got here? Um, Coney Island Brewing Company Hard Root Beer. Yeah, Hard Root Beer. Yeah, it gets me. Gets you hard. No, just chub. Yeah, <laughs> it gets you a chub. Slow dance chub. Slow dance chub. There yes. you go. So it, it basically, so in other words, it's not a soft drink, now, is it? No, no, definitely. Well, let's let's, let's have find a drink. Out. Yeah, but I, I don't think so. I don't think so. We did have this before. I think the last time you were here a couple of weeks ago. Is that right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we it's tasty. Come right, by. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't taste like there's any booze in this at all. It really doesn't. It tastes like one of those classic old-timey root beers. Oh, I would say it can taste a little bit of booze in the aftertaste. Uh, I, 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 I... Let me take another sip. Let me take another sip. Right. You're allowed yeah. to do that. We yeah. are taste testing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't even know. There's not even a hint of boozy taste. Uh, you think so? Yeah, dangerous for drunks. Yeah, there you go. I th so they just threw in a shitload of sugar just to cover up with booze taste. <laughs> yes, yes. Alcoholics love sugar, yeah, right? So, yeah. well, um, it's pretty fucking addictive. Yeah, it, Better it keep is. this out of reach of kids, you know, because, like, you know, to a little kid, like, sugar is just like crack to them. It is. It is. It I is. remember being a kid, like, I used to say, the, the older I get, like, the less interested I am in, like, sugary stuff. But when I was a kid, that was, it was just crack. You were just, like, down in, like, sweet tarts. <laughs> until you basically, your tongue was lolling out and going, I can't uh, take yeah. it anymore. I'm yeah. still going to eat more. <laughs> right, right, right. And um, so they don't really have root beer in Japan. Is that right? No, they don't. So when I used to teach my students, they wouldn't know what root beer was and they didn't really know what uh root beer floats were either so oh man you are missing out if you don't know what a fucking root beer float is and uh you're from like chicago yeah? yeah so uh my grandparents used to uh when i'd go over to my grandparents house it was like a special treat they'd make black cows oh what's that and so a black cow is just um vanilla ice cream and coca-cola or pepsi Okay. So it's probably not terrible. Oh, it's tasty. It's a lot of. That's it's right. a shitload of sugar. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like similar story. Like my my grandparents had a farm, and they had like they got like they still had some of like the really old school like what was it like all all the soda over there was really fucking old school. Okay. Okay. Like Fago. Like, uh, they didn't have Fago, but I'm talking like, I don't even know how to describe it, but like, I'm talking like the, the one, the bottles that are really difficult to open. Okay. Okay. Like when you're a kid and also like, it's like the really thick glass, like you, you could pick up one of those bottles and just club somebody to death and the thing wouldn't even like, you wouldn't put a scratch on the bottle kind right. of thing. Okay. Okay. Uh, they, they had, uh, some kind of cream soda over there, which I used to love, but it was like this really bright like almost neon blue okay ah I mean, dope 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 yeah but that's for, for whatever reason that was the best like i had to say i do different experiments when you're a kid so i always have lots of ice cream and lots of soda <laughs> so i always do these experiments <laughs> basically the, the one i had like, i like the best i like that blue cream soda with vanilla okay that, yeah that was like my thing that's uh it yeah. sounds tasty yeah it was quite good so 
So what do you think? You're familiar with the rating system. What do you think? Um, uh, you know what? Maybe I'm not so familiar with the uh, rating okay. well, system. Well, I'll explain it since not, it's for new listeners. Uh, basically, so we have um, a thumb, a thumb and a chub, two thumbs, two thumbs and a chub, and two thumbs up and a dick in the air, which is our highest rating. Um, of course, we have the opposite scale, but we typically don't downvote alcohol here. Yeah, why would you? I mean, you know, it gets you drunk, right? And we're big fans of that. So I'm allowed to give two thumbs and a chub. Oh, you can give whatever you do. It's your opinion. Uh, it's two thumbs and a chub for okay. me. Okay, okay, okay. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to give it solid two thumbs. Okay, no chub. No chub, um, because, like, I really like this, this is great and it goes down smooth, but, like, I've had problems with this where I've been at theme parties before and I've kind of had, like, the girly cocktails that have a load of sugar, and, like, we had a couple incidences where I've just gotten really sick to my stomach, not not because of the <laughs> yeah. booze, but yeah, because, yeah. like, too much sugar is just like, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> I, you're right, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. Uh, so back in the day, I used to I used to work at a Sizzler, mm. and one night I was like, you know what? I'm gonna bring home like some a, a root beer float for myself and my girlfriend. Oh, okay. That and sounds like romantic. So well, you know, bow out. Did you get some action there? Well, the <laughs> what what ended up happening was like I you know I I guzzled this terrible concoction down at like uh midnight and all i remember is waking up at 3 a.m with the worst stomach ache in oh, my life it's, like, it's not the booze, pain it's, it's the sugar it man. was pain it oh. painful i remember it to this day like a uh, terrible pain. So it's not a very good experience. I yeah, it wasn't. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I no good. Um, can I? So. You were talking about like oh yeah real, real quick um before the the, the reading the rating gradient usually two thumbs up and a dick in the air means like basically you could drink it all night at a party and you'd be happy. I could drink this all night at a party and I'd be happy, but I'm like I think I'd get a tummy ache later. Yeah, exactly, which is why I chose to download a video. It's not bad. I like it. I'll it's, definitely have a few of these. It's tasty. No more than a few. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead. All right, so you were talking about like uh, experimenting with like uh, uh, ice cream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I remember like getting into that phase for yeah. a week or two. Where you think you're like the world's greatest chef or some shit like that. Yes. Where you're like you know, like, you're only like seven or eight, but yeah, man, I'm mean, cooking all this crazy sh mad shit up. Yeah, so it was like uh, ice you don't cream. Even, you, you don't even know what a bartender is, but you want to be like that type of person. With ice cream. Yeah, exactly, with yeah. ice cream. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, ice cream, like what do you call that? Uh, marshmallow sauce, chocolate sauce, jelly hey. and yeah just it was delicious it was quite good and uh yeah terrible diarrhea later yeah of course yeah, man. like see that's that's the thing where you're a kid you don't know moderation <laughs> yeah like you know the little hershey bottle with the carrot you know then you get the other caramel yeah. bottle. You're just chocolate like, yeah. and caramel yeah it's just like fuck yeah yes. it's like i'm just gonna use the whole bottle on this drink yes uh what do they say sweet in the mouth sour in the tummy exactly yes. so yeah and uh definitely spicy coming out yes it was uh yeah 
lesson learned. Yeah, lesson learned. But they, yeah, well, I don't know. When you're when you're a kid, when you're that young, when you've got access to like that's that sort of thing, like <laughs> you just like it, it, it. You might be a slow learner. <laughs> I know what I was in my, my case. Yeah, is uh, in that instance, maybe I should have had some pro parental guidance. Yeah, probably. Yes. <laughs> I, I think my my parents, my grandparents, were just happy to say, yeah, 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 that's nice, kid. Just go play outside. Mm. Just, just go do this. Mm. Yeah, 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 sure, it's fine. Mm -mm. I think I might have told you this before. My grandfather used to be a race car driver. <laughs> and uh, so he actually raced cars in the, I guess, the local NASCAR circuit. Before that was pretty it was dope. A big yeah, that's, thing. that's respectable. Yeah, it was. Uh, and he was an alcoholic. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, yeah, Cliff Yiskis, my grandfather. Um, they fill this, like, water bottle up with, like, Jack Daniels or something. It wasn't... There was no water bottles. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, there was uh, cores and, um, you know, he's, he's a madman, basically. But, so... Kind of Mad Max shit, right? Well, yeah, a little bit of that. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe, you know, in retrospect, maybe he was, like, a little bit of a manic character always up you know and trying to come down with booze but uh mm. in the back of my grandparents house there was like a junkyard <laughs> so to speak and it was like like his old race car and old car parts and you just go in the backyard and play in the junkyard because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's totally fucking safe right yeah it was like a jungle gym but it was an old yeah. rusted out race car yeah yeah i know in, in hindsight you probably think you know if i had a kid i'd probably let him do it but like back in the day it's just like yeah, yeah sure don't worry don't worry about it just go play outside it'll be fine yeah you know your my parents would dump me off there sometimes <laughs> and uh for a weekend they want to have a romantic weekend yeah. it's like uh, a week uh, some crazy stuff going on with the uh, with old Cliff, <laughs> to mm. be sure. Yeah, uh, I, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. The, the one time we went camping, um, yeah, he he he'd get fucking super loaded at night, and you know it's like camping time's over. It's Sunday. Trying to got... sneak any of his booze when he was drunk. No, was, there's no sneaking in. It was yeah. just uh, out in the open, but uh. it's. No, it's, but I'm I'm trying to you know maybe he left his like drink unattended. You're like ooh sip sip what's this? No, he, he would give he he'd be happy to give you a sip, no yeah. problem. And uh, so this one time so we he's went, a responsible grandparent. No, 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 <laughs> no, a, a great guy. But uh, uh, one time, uh, you know, he's fucking he got super fucking loaded the night you know Saturday night, Sunday morning we got a get out of the camping site, he's still fucking loaded. We're driving down this fucking mountain, you know, in an old pickup truck. Me, my grandmother on the right, Cliff on the left. This, and he loved to drive fast, so he's fucking yeah, going fucking down this NASCAR mountain. Like, yes, going down this mountain. Fast as fuck. I was scared shitless. My grandmother's just like, Cliff! Slow down! Slow down! So not, he uh, didn't uh, listen. Words, you, you know, you're basically scared you're going to become another statistic right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we could have easily flew off that fucking mountain. Um, 
Yeah. Probably grandfather's generation. Quiet woman, I got this. Yeah, he, he, yeah, you know, he used that old, I used to race cars, you know. I can do this. Yes, yes, yes. We made it down. He's really good at driving until he isn't. We made it down the mountain, um, but, uh. Yeah, it was a white knuckle ride to be sure. <laughs> Sounds like it, man. Especially when you're a kid, you're probably freaking out. Yeah, and there's no seatbelts. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Those old fucking uh, Chevy trucks, you know, yeah. no seatbelts. Uh, you just, uh, it was a wild ride. <laughs> Sounds like it, man. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what else do we do? Uh, we do, yeah, we, uh, today we hopped around, changed subjects a little, shift gears a little bit. Uh, yeah, we hopped around uh, Akihabara for a little bit. That's right. What do you think? No super potato again. I think we're cursed, dude, because the last time I met up with you, like, super potato wasn't in the cards, and once again, it, it just didn't work well, out. Well, because it was closed, because we met, you know, we got there after eight. But this it. time we got there early enough we could go there, but we were looking for something else. Yeah, because we had to hit up Pro Residu. Well, yeah, that that was yeah, it was we're on a bit of a schedule. We'll, we'll get to that later. Pro wrestling, by the way, is fucking awesome. Uh, so we went to Blister, yeah. Yeah, well, actually, we couldn't find the fucking place, and my phone didn't want to obey like the GPS, and I was like, fuck. So I wound up going around like a bunch of old retro video game shops. There's a lot of cool stuff. Um, I like that old retro shop that had like the T-shirts that were really cool. Yeah, that place was dope. They had um, really dope T-shirts, but they wanted like forty or fifty bucks a pop, and I'm like, fuck you, man. Well, you know, um... Box t-shirts, they're so good. They're boxed. We'll charge you $44 for this. Thank you, sir. Yeah, you know, Japan's the first place where I ever encountered, like, t-shirts more than $20. Yeah. And, like, uh, okay, like, uh, I, you know, I'll shell out for a dope t-shirt. I gotta look fresh. Didn't Kanye West at one point, like, uh... What was it? He sold a plain white T-shirt with no no tag, no label, or nothing. He was trying to sell them for a hundred bucks. <laughs> no, you, you can't make this shit up. And it's just like, dude, seriously. Well, you know, I mean, this is fucking Kanye West. But yeah, but anyway, I digress. But yeah, it's yeah, you know, I I, I almost regret not buying that Splatter House oh, T-shirt. Oh, that one was pretty dope. Man. Yeah, so you, you know what's up? That was a really dope ass game back in the day. Yeah, and they have that at Super Potato in yeah. the retro arcade. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that was a really good one. The graphics were really good. It was just, it was just violent as fuck. Yes, yeah, so I think that's what was it? Uh, Turbo. Uh, there was a there was a very high end gaming system. Turbo like, Graphics 16. Yes, yes, yes. I oh. think that was a Turbo Graphics 16 game. Well, it, it, I know it was on the Genesis. Because that's where I played. I never had a Turbo Is that right? Game. Yeah. yeah it was on the Genesis. Um, it might not have been in the first game. Yeah, but I think uh, Turbo Graphics 16, like, they charged too much for it. It was, like, a more powerful system. They had some good stuff, but they did, they did not get third-party support, so it kind of, like, floated away. Right, and it was just too expensive to buy yeah. in the first place. Wasn't it like a thousand bucks? I don't think it was that much. It was or pricey. like eighteen eight hundred bucks, but that was no, like in the, 90, 91 money. The price, the highest price one I remember is, remember the 3DO? No. Well, the 3DO what the, was like... Tell what, me about that. It was, uh, it was, I believe it was made by Panasonic, and it was like a CD, CD disc games, mm. and it was so fucking far, far ahead of, like, the rest of the competition. It, it was, you know, it was 800 bucks just for the machine. The games were hella expensive, too. Okay. okay. They had some, like, really high-end games. That was, like, you know, bef 
like when they would actually film live action games, like, you know, make them kind of movie like. Right, before, right. Kind of before it caught on. But, like, I'm talking with actually good graphics. We're not talking about, like, some pixelated, like, Mortal Kombat 1 bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, they had they had some good stuff. They I think they just overreached, like, how much people would actually pay for a video game system. Like, right. Eight. You know, eight hundred bucks in I don't know nineteen ninety five or six or whatever it was. No, yeah. Maybe even before. No, maybe even before like early nineties money was just like no. Yeah, it's no. Uh, unless you're a fucking rich kid. That's ex- That's exactly it. It's just for rich kids. Mm. Um, I used to think like so. Do you remember ColecoVision? I I kind of do. I've heard of it. So, so that was jog my memory. A so bit. that was like the system that came out. It was like. After Atari and a television, ColecoVision was before Nintendo. Oh, really? And it was kind of like only the rich kids or spoiled kids had a Coleco. Twenty six hundred or whatever. Yeah, it was. yeah, yeah, yeah. And four it was bit? yeah, what uh, eight bit? No, you might be okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So you know, I've joined some uh, clubs on uh, Facebook recently. For Atari homebrew games. Oh, Do you know really? what those are? Probably the fans are just going nuts with them. Yeah, it's yeah. like games that are made by people. <laughs> you know, it's not licensed. and But, like, yeah, they're new Atari cartridges that you can buy. Mm-hmm. Um so they're called homebrew games. I think like I think some of those like four bit games like if you had enough knowledge and the skill and like the stuff like some of those guys, games were actually a one man show. I, I think I I want to say Centipede Centipede was like a actually one man show originally. It's possible. And like you know some some of those guys were just like goofing around at home and made something and you know their friends said dude this is really good and they wound up selling it to another company. Okay. A couple of those like in, in the four bit era. Now that's just fucking impossible because like you know like. A triple A game's got like literally thousands of people on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess maybe like apps, maybe are created by single people. Is um, that... yeah, I'm sure. Like you know, d- yeah, I'm sure apps are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a little bit different thing, but sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. But yeah, man. Yeah, but back to that place, it was pretty cool. But it was just like they had like you know all the retro. They had uh, I, I, I like the Battle Axe one from like Sega Genesis. <laughs> I I wanted to buy that Space Harrier two T shirt, yeah. but uh, yeah, I just I couldn't pull the trigger today. Yeah, dude. But it was like for, for T shirts, they wanted forty or fifty bucks a pop for a T shirt. I'm kind of like, come on. Oh, another thing is they had, they had some cool shoes. They had like Street Fighter like printed shoes. Yes, like Vans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like Vans. Yeah, yeah, those are cool too. But like again, they just wanted too much money. I was kind of like, eh. you you know, it's um, uh, like a Splatterhouse shirt. It's an it's it's cool and nichey. I. I you know, I think if I went back, I might probably pull the pull trigger. The, pull yeah, the, the trigger, <laughs> I right, couldn't right. help it. But just, uh, just so you have the self satisfaction, especially if you go back to San Francisco, you have the self satisfaction knowing I'm the only motherfucker in town got this uh, shirt. That's right. Everyone, everybody gonna know my fucking name. Yeah, that's right. Like, uh, who else is gonna wear a Splatterhouse yeah. T-shirt? Well, who else is gonna know what the fuck it is? <laughs> right. oh, then, then again, like you know, there's probably some otaku out there. Yeah, or, it, you know, it's got a cool horror theme, so people yeah. will respect that, yeah, I guess. people are down with that, I feel. I think so, yeah. I think so. Then, yeah. uh, what happened? Uh, we went to, um, what was it? Blister. Oh, the place, yeah, Blister, the place I wanted to show you before. Yeah, Blister, uh, It took a while to fucking find it, but, yeah, yeah the place is alright, but it's just, like, it's basically comics mostly only. 
Yeah, it's a comic book shop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a com an American comic book shop in Akihabara. So. Yeah, with English stuff, but like Yes. The, well the thing was like I I think I told you this before. That used to be a really fucking dope place in like Shibuya. It was in Shibuya, it was like four or five stories tall, big mm. ass fucking place, and they had some crazy shit. Um fucking life size life size statue of Yoda sitting on a rock. Yeah. It cost you about four or five hundred bucks, but yeah. it was really cool looking. I guess that stuff doesn't sell so well. Yeah, I mean yeah. it looks cool, but it's like I'm sure like ninety percent of the people that walked by that were like, "I want this," but either a I can't afford it, or even if they can't afford it, b I don't have enough fucking space. Like, where am I gonna put this? Or my wife slash girlfriend would kill me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, funny you mentioned that. It used to be like a really cool place. Like, I used to take a lot of girls there. It was like not either a first date or like an early date. Uh, tell like, me, tell me, where, where should I take girls on a first date? First date? Ooh, I don't know. I'd say be interesting. Actually, like. I don't know, Sean, you're the geeky type. Just find yourself a nice geeky girl and just go take her to a couple of shops in Akihabara. Uh, don't take her to the ninja place, for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, no, that, that, that place that's, is that's stale. A, that's negatory. Yeah, but... that's a, that's a, that's a, what is it, a flaccid chub. Yeah, it's a flaccid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> penis is long and floppy and his floppy Yeah, yeah. Although there were some dudes in there that seemed... That seemed to be on dates when we went there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, see, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, I don't know. I, th I think especially, like, this is just, like, I, I haven't been single in a while. I've obviously gotten married. But this is just, like, my thing is I think girls to a large extent, I think maybe guys as well, they're expecting more. Because, like, with social media and with Tinder and all that other bullshit, it's just so easy to get a date. Okay. So okay. you're, you're going to be a little bit picky. Like, you know, is this person worth my time to be spending with? So they want a little bit more as in terms of, like, well, one thing you do is, like, a first date or an early date, you can show them something interesting. Okay. So, like, sure. I, I find, like, taking them to a place like that, it's it's just good to like, get some conversation going. You point to this, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Right, right, right. As, like, uh, as an otaku, yeah. you know, I'm afraid that I'm, like, imposing my otaku-ness on a, uh, the female who she, maybe she's may not may so, not be, yeah, not usually not them. into it. Yeah. And, uh, well, you know, that's, if she's not into it, she's probably not the right girl for me. If she can't tolerate it, then yeah. she probably can't tolerate me too hey, I find, I find, like, most of the Japanese girls, I mean, they're, they're Japanese, they're used to it. So there's a, there's a certain level of acceptability. Sure. Of, like, no, nah, but, like, when I was saying bluster, like, few girls, like, especially either a first date or, like, an early date, I would take them to that place when it's this big, crazy place. Okay. But, like... You don't have to be an otaku to like you know look at look at a bunch of stuff they have going on there and think this is some fucking cool shit. Sure, sure, like, sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, like just be if if you look like the Yoda statue I mentioned earlier, just if you look at that, I mean everybody who know, knows who the fuck that is. Yeah, right. And like you don't have to be otaku to look at it and go think that's kind of cool. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, they had like storm, like, you know, authentic stormtrooper like outfits you could buy. And, right. Like, a bunch, just just crazy, crazy, crazy uh, stuff. And then the, the the bottom basement area down in their dungeon was all the comics. Was all the new comics. I see. I see. Yeah, you you, you can kind of see where this is going. I th I think this is like you know I think they were making money when the the economy was good. Just like it was probably originally a comic book shop, and they made you know a bunch of stacks of cash. And they're like. 
make it bigger. Right. Let's, you, know, let's, you know, let's get into these all. Expand. You know, yeah, expand, yeah, yeah, expand, yeah, yeah. Expand, expand, expand. Endless expansion. expansion. Once, the, once the, I think once the economy started tanking a little bit, they're like, maybe we just should have stuck to comics. Downsize, downsize, downsize. Yeah, those um, four hundred dollar transformer statues with the oh the ones we saw earlier at the other toy shop yeah what was it optimus prime riding on a dinobot yeah it was pretty yeah, dope like, yeah but like yeah it was pretty dope bucks. yeah once you once you get like the fucking like uh febreze and the you know alcoholic tissue wipes to wipe away the taint of michael bay <laughs> yeah it was very michael bay it was just like uh that's that's the one reason i because like maybe maybe it just made it stand out and look so good because i saw that old school looking like you know ret mod retro like yeah optimus prime i was like that brings back good memories yeah that's some uh cool shit yeah. uh so I, I might might be might be inclined to buy go back to that place and pony up i don't know what, what do they want for that statue maybe like six or seven thousand yen i might have to cuddle with it at night when i when i have a difficult day <laughs> just to get to sleep well for the optimus prime no i think that was 98 bucks uh, it might, yeah you're, you're right it might have been more yeah, yeah. um yeah. well you can just transform it yeah, you, you know transform. that's the that's where the, the the joy comes from right you can put them back into you know uh semi-truck mode and you yeah. you can open what you open up the, the what is it the, what do they call that the bed of the truck and yeah, yeah, uh yeah. there wasn't there like a little wheeler guy that <laughs> He, he was kind of like a little robot oh, that little could... help, rubber help bot yeah help yeah bot or whatever who's yeah. like right, basically now I, we call him a drone but like back then we didn't have a name for him we just called him a helper or something. yeah yeah but you, you never saw that in the cartoon like that helper oh uh, he actually did in a couple of episodes oh really but like they were they were kind of like i i don't think they were originally supposed to be there but i think that maybe the like hasbro like you know them running them kind of maybe nudged them a little bit like you we put, we totally had to fill the truck up with something so please put them in an episode <laughs> yeah. or two or something <laughs> right right <laughs> Yeah, but that's a dope place. Yeah, that was Monster dope, Jam, man. yeah. Yay. We jammed it up. Yeah, but like, yeah, but like, I'm, what I'm saying is like, you can take girls like these places, even if they're not otaku, but like, there's just cool stuff. Like, if you, okay, I'll put it this way. If you put them in like, if you're on a first date and you put a girl in like a, how do you say, like a, kind of a friendly, family-friendly situation where there's, like, just cool stuff to talk about. And you could do this, you could go to, like, a weird fashion place. Nothing too freaky or fetish, but, you know, just, you know, an art gallery or something. There's there's stuff to talk about. Right, right. So, like, if you're on first date, like, you you and her want to know that maybe you're compatible, maybe you aren't. But, like, you know, the key is, like, get them talking about something. Sure, sure. So, I mean, if you take them to a place of dinner, you may, you know, you might hit it off, you might not. Yeah, but, but like you know, in a dinner place, like I don't know, man. If you don't hit it off right away, you might have to have that awkward converse, fumbling conversation until all of a sudden it's kind of like, eh, please. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So you're saying I, I should just keep going with these otaku places? Yeah, 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 yeah. why not? Oh fuck it. I mean, why, why not just fucking own that shit? <laughs> oh, Let, I own dude, it. dude, I'm serious, man. Like you know, if she's down, she's down. If she's not, then she's probably not right for you. She's. Yeah, I think yeah. that's right. That's what I would say. Like, you know, isn't that always like the you know, the advice they say? Like, uh, if you're on a first date, just be yourself. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they mean like you know the do or, or job interview as well. Job interview, first date. What it was general advice people always used to give? Just be yourself, and like you know that's true. But what they mean is be like 
you know, a good version of yourself, put the best foot forward of yourself, sure. you, know, talk, you know, stick to the positive stuff and whatnot. Right, right, right. That's so, all good advice, yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, if you're on a first date or, you know, job interview or whatever, yeah, put your best foot forward. Yeah, I'm like this, man, you know, if you, you know, if you think I'm the person for the job or this relationship, then... Let me know. If not, then don't worry about it. I'll be moving on with that, other stuff. That's right. That's right. I think yeah. that's a good, good advice. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's my general take, but cheers. Yeah, here, here. cheers. Yeah, let's let's, get, let's get down to the really good shit, yeah, though. Yeah, what, what, what the fuck and, did we do today, the man? fucking death match. Yeah, that's that right, man. Dope. Uh, so, uh, you might have heard of, you might have heard us talk about this before, but, you know... If you're into pro wrestling, if you're in Tokyo, the heart of Tokyo Pro Wrestling, Pro Wrestleru Korakuen Hall. You can watch pro wrestling seven days a week. You can you might even be able to watch it this twice. Is seven on, days a week? Yeah, seven days a week probably. Well, I didn't realize it was that fucking hardcore. Yeah, you could probably so it's basically that they own that fucking shit and they're just rolling with it. Well, it's different organ different wrestling organizations each night. Okay. So I mean, and you might even be able to watch it twice on Saturday, twice on Sunday. Really? So, so if you're into um, wrestling, that's the place to be. Yeah, it's the the heart of Tokyo pro wrestling culture. Ah, okay, okay. So, yeah, so yeah. this is not the first time I, w I went with you because I went, uh, it was maybe like a year ago or thereabouts. Yeah. It's like gave me a ticket. You're like, dude, I got a ticket, man. You should go. I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm going to go out partying, this and that. And I managed to make it. I was a bit late. Well, we like, were partying that night, right? Yeah, yeah well, we were both pretty yeah, but fucking you went, raw. Yeah, we were. But, like, you went home around the last time <laughs> of the last train. I elected to keep going. Yeah. We, I, 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 basically, I, basically, I woke up the next day still fucking drunk and I was like, I got the ticket. <laughs> and that was dope, yeah? Yeah, we, you know, it was dope. Yeah, it was exactly, it was like, if this guy invites me to see anything else, I'm so fucking uh, there. So, yeah, so we went to see uh, Big Japan Pro Wrestling tonight. Yeah, the Deathmatch, the really fucking hardcore shit. Yeah, so, and, um, you know, I, I guess for most pro wrestling fans who are into Japanese pro wrestling, you know, your first step in is New Japan Pro Wrestling, and that's dope as shit. Way better than the American stuff, usually. and but, Pretty hardcore. Yes, uh, New Japan's great, but then there's Big Japan Pro Wrestling, which and we saw tonight. Um, <laughs> so, and I, you know, uh, you can go in... Japan, you can go see, like, deathmatch cards, like Freedom, which is a, um, like, the first match and the last match, they're all deathmatches. Mm -hmm. Big Japan's a little bit different. I think the first few matches are kind of comedy, a little mm -hmm. bit more lighthearted. Okay, well, let's, let's break it down, like, you know, just our experience. Yeah, today. yeah, like, yeah. That fucking weird, one weird dude with the crazy goatee and, like, the crazy pants just comes in there and start, literally just spits water all yeah. the audience. Yes, yes, yes. Which is just, just kind of strange, because we're sitting there, not we're in the second fucking row, by the way. 
not yes. knowing what to expect. And like next thing you know, they announced these guys coming out, and like next thing you know, like people start putting on plastic. Yes, I look yes. at Sean. I was like, dude, are we gonna get wet? Yes, yes. I, you know, and uh, yeah. So the guy, like, what? What's he do? Starts spitting out water well, onto the audience. No, he starts and, like drinking it and then spitting it. Yeah, yes, dude, it and, was just like and throwing it out on the audience. I had to just make sure I covered my beer. I don't want yeah. any. Uh, Japanese pro wrestlers backwash of my tasty beer. Yeah, you know, a bit of backwash is unacceptable yeah, in my beer. Yeah, no, I didn't yeah, want it's not, that. It's not exactly the flavor of the month. <laughs> it's, it, it's not. It's not. It's not a. It's not a POW for no, sure. It's not. <laughs> um, so yeah, right. So there was uh, uh, the, the water spitting. Then what happened? Oh well, not only that, it was like that, that was kind of a weird match because there's a rumble royale. How many? How many guys did they had? Six or eight? Or I think something? it was four on four. Yeah, I think it was four and four. It was just it was a lot of fucking chaos. <laughs> yes. the, the, the thing that got weird out of nowhere, just one one of the guys like people. It wasn't a real gun. He pulled out like a replica gun. It was like, all right, you motherfuckers, and everybody's <laughs> like, ah. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was a little bit weird and a little just, bit uncomfortable. Yeah, it says the two Americans and Americans in the second row going, I don't think they would do this in America. Yeah, you're almost... They would have like a SWAT team up their ass instantly. You know that it's a replica gun, but at the same yeah. time... I mean, you, you could see it was a fake. I yes. mean, you could clearly see, but so it's kind of like... Yeah, we're a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Not because we thought it was real, but it's because, like, eh, I don't know about this, man. Yeah, it was, a li- yeah, it was a little bit silly, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah it's kind of, uh... Mm, yeah, it, yeah, it was a little bit weird, for yeah. sure. Um, then what happened? I don't know. They had another match, which was, you know, also kind of goofy and silly. Oh, they had a big, like, condom motherfucker who's, oh, like, uh, 800 uh, pounds or something. Hama, yeah, he's, he's uh... Like, yeah, he's, like sumo wrestler or something i don't know I mean, he's, he's a big fucker he's, they did the ass to face a couple times and yeah he goes, se- ah, ha, 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 ha. he seems like a, a, a old school sumo wrestler yeah. uh, a big fat futuru guy yeah. and uh his yeah he, he always ends up uh putting his ass in someone's face right Which, good god yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's bad just the thought of that the big fucking sweaty smelly sumo ass yeah, somebody's earning their money that, yeah. you know, tonight. Um, yeah, then what happened? Then they got into the death matches, which got fucking hardcore <laughs> real quick. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty dope, yeah? Yeah. So, yeah, what were some of the highlights of the hardcore well, matches Well, some of the tonight? highlights is, like, what was it like? Well, this is, there was pure chaos, because I think it was, like, a three-on-three or something. It was a tag team match. Yeah. yeah was yeah. it a tag team match? Are you sure? Maybe it was, I don't know, no, no. But, like, they had them, like, fighting. Like, literally, we're in the second row, and they didn't wind up knocking over a bunch of chairs, and then the staff trying to clear it. Yes, and yes. And, like, Sean's like, dude, we might be, he says to me later, we might be on TV there's going to be, a, if I'm on TV, there's a picture of casually, because this happened literally right next to me, where a p- bunch of people just ran out of the way, <laughs> and then knocked over a bunch of chairs, like, you know, three or four rows deep. These guys are literally fighting next to me, and my response is, I'm still sipping my beer, I just kind of lift my leg and shuffle over, and just continue <laughs> drinking, and, and I'm just completely unfazed by this, everyone's like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was, uh, so, you know, for Japanese pro wrestling, they don't have a barrier between <laughs> no, the first row and the ring. So, like, literally, if you really wanted to, you could run into the ring 
almost unimpeded. Um, well, I think that's what the, I think those little staff guys that were. Well, they might you. try. They might I think catch they you. They might grab you. They I, might catch you. And I mean, uh, they, those weren't some little guys either. I think they're probably wrestlers in training. Yes, yes, like. yes. They're the wrestlers in training. And so if you, if you try to run in the ring and you know do a little dance, I think they might take a little bit of an issue with that. Yeah. And, well, you know. Um, in old, you know, like uh, old school NWA, nineteen eighty five, nineteen eighty six, like uh, Nikita Koloff, he was a like a Russian heel. Really. Okay, he was a big jacked up Russian guy, and you know, during the one of the Great American Bashes, somebody runs, jumps the barrier, runs into the ring, and try, you know, he's. He hates Nikita Koloff so much that he, he wants to attack him. But, you know, those old school wrestlers were trained. Like, if somebody runs in the ring, you fucking take them out immediately. Because if you don't, if somebody gets lands a shot on you, it breaks the illusion that yeah. uh, wrestling is a, a real thing. So, like, this, this fucking redneck runs in the ring and fucking Nikita Koloff... Just fucking levels the dude and uh, fucks him up pretty hard. Well, back in the day, I'm sure they could probably do that. Now they probably couldn't because due to lo- pesky things like lawsuits. Uh, I, you know, some fans t- have tried to do it recently, and yeah, usually they get tackled. But the wrestlers will still, uh, they'll still pop them because they don't know, like what that guy's intention is, yeah. right? So they might. Try to fuck him up. You don't yeah, know. I'm they might have the defense of, he, might have a, he, he might be a potential terrorist. I'm going to go with that defense. Yes, yes, yes. So Gotta I, take him out. Yeah, and that's uh, against the rules, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so yeah but well that's well that shit was happening earlier they had the dude like had a, had a fucking literal fucking fishing hook <laughs> yeah that's there's, there's just chaos going on this is a, that that's there and then all the way up and like you know nosebleed seats this dude like attached an actual fishing this is no bullshit yeah no the so i guess the heel had a with a, a fucking a fucking fishing line. Yeah, a fishing line. And the line. guy had a fucking line in his mouth. Yeah, like the, a, the and face. And he was like lighting. This is good for like you know ten minutes. Yeah, the face. <laughs> the face had like a hook in his fucking. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was leading him, yeah, yeah. him around. Yeah, it was yeah. like it was like holy fuck. Yeah, I've this never showed up fucking around. Yeah, no, I've never seen that before. Yeah, let's and... see America. Let's see them do that in America. That was that's a gimmick I've never seen. The, Me uh... either. I was like, holy fuck, that's Yeah, the fishing hard. pole. I get yeah, the fishing pole, the fishing hook. Yeah, that I've never seen that. This is like, gimmick. oh, by the way, these guys are bringing out minor melee items, and they've already, you know, cracked each other in the head a couple times. So they are bleeding already. Yes, yes, and that dude, uh, when he had the fishing line in his mouth, he was already fucking. He had the crimson mask. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so he was, uh, he was juicing pretty hard. Yeah, it was pretty fucking hardcore. So there was that, and like those guys fucked around. I think they did it to another guy, like maybe for a minute. Yeah, yeah. his partner got the fishing yeah. hook later as well. Yeah, uh, that was just like, wow. Yeah, and nutty stuff. Um, it only basically, basically, it only got more hardcore from there. Because like the next <laughs> match, they were like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I guess these guys are gonna go pretty hardcore with the death death match, and literally like the next match, like you know. 
after the after they did that, they walk out there and they just walk out there with little buckets of broken glass and just throw it down on the stage. <laughs> go, all right, we're gonna have the next match. Like, seriously. <laughs> and what was it? The uh, what? What do you call that fucking thing? The uh, that the guy came to the ring. Oh, with? the manhole cover. The manhole we cover. Got a manhole cover. <laughs> And on a lead pipe. Yeah. One guy comes to the ring with a manhole cover. The other guy comes to the ring with a lead fucking pipe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't like a skinny pipe. Yeah. Well, this is after they've covered the entire ring with broken glass. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Which, by the way, again, is fucking real. Because you can you can tell it's real because these guys have got, you know, like minor wounds. And they're, they're standing up and they've got jagged pieces of broken glass like hanging out of their backs. Yeah. This is like not some bullshit. You can't fucking fake that. <laughs> well, I, I guess yes and no. Okay, so from what I've heard is that perhaps this glass is baked in an oven so that it explodes uh, elegantly okay. in the ring, you know? Um, okay, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So it's still pretty crazy. Though. Well, yeah, there's, you, a, there's a lot of blood. I'll put it that way. No, yeah, these guys. One, these guys, their backs are fucking horrifically scarred up. Yeah, with some old scars. <laughs> yes, 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 and they've yeah they've got glass sticking in their fucking back. You know, a hundred pieces of glass, and their backs are bloody. Yeah. So I'm not trying to undermine the idea, but uh yeah, they're, so. they're, they're pretty much they're not fucking around. That's no, damn sure. no, no, no. Yeah, so what the yeah, what what were what, 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 what were yeah, the, so there was the uh, the fishing pole, the, the manhole cover. Oh, then after that, like the last death match they had was they brought out those uh two uh, Light bulbs, the two, the two bulbs. Yes, the fluorescent light the fluorescent bulbs. Fluorescent lights, yeah. There was, they brought, brought out like a couple bags of the, or sorry, not bags, like uh, trash cans full of those. Yes, yes. Oh, don't forget the keyboards, too. Oh, <laughs> god damn it. Yeah. They so, were just cracking keyboards and like, you know, you crack one guy over the head and the key, you know, keys just fly everywhere. Yes, and remember the PlayStation? The yeah, one they, guy brought out the PlayStation. Yeah, got a and, PlayStation 1, the poor PlayStation 1. That was a good system, man. Yeah. It was a little bit sad to see that guy su get suplexed into it. Yeah, and get, yeah, it was smashed over somebody's head at one point, too, yeah, right? too, man. R.I.P. Um, poor PlayStation. You've served the fans well well you know i think maybe it wasn't a fun i'd like to think that it wasn't a functioning playstation well fair enough but still, <laughs> yeah they got the, they got it they got the good stuff out so it was only a plastic case or yes something. Yeah, <laughs> right. like to think right as yes. an otaku yes it wasn't uh a functioning one i hope not yeah no no we, we... it died a good death it died a hero's death Yes, yes. Went out in a blaze of glory. Yeah, that was, uh, so yeah, that was some... That was like, yeah, dude, those fluorescent lights, they used a shit, they used like a couple dozen of those. Those guys were <laughs> cracking each other. Yeah. They're putting them on each other, like doing body slams and suplexes onto each other. And the one guy was so nuts, he bust the fluorescent light tubes over his own head. Yeah, he was doing it. He was kind of like, fucking yeah, watch this. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I grant you, fucking A+, plus, like level 100,000 to hit this guy for working the fucking crowd. Because like, he did that, it was like, fucking yeah. yeah. <laughs> and while his face is fucking... The Crimson Mads, he's, he's juicing all over his fucking face. His back's jacked up. Blood all over the place, and yeah, what does he do? He just takes the fluorescent light tube 
and bust it over his own head. Yeah, it was it was not a show for the faint of heart. Okay. Except though, you did point out. You know, I didn't notice this at first, but Sean pointed it out. There was that dude. He had his wife and his like younger kid. It was a younger boy. I'd say maybe eight or nine. But he had his like daughter that was like <laughs> the young maybe, daughter. Maybe like I don't know, three years old. Yeah. She's just sitting there. She was clapping. She seemed to be enjoying it. It was like, oh yeah, fun for the whole family, right? Yeah, I don't know what the impetus was <laughs> on that. Um, it seemed a little bit like a, yeah, strange family event, yeah. a little dysfunctional. That's um, uh yeah. I don't know if she was old enough to be school age, but if she was, I bet she'd have some interesting story to tell her classmates when she went to school. I, the next I don't day. think she was four. Yeah, yeah I don't, it yeah, might I don't have think been she was four. Either, you know, maybe, yeah, that was a bit where it's like, oh yeah, why not? Uh, uh, you know, the, I, got, I saw that that kid was like was clapping along those. So oh really? Pretty, yeah, she was. She into was it. into it. <laughs> so I was like, you know, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe should be girl. Actually, like I got to say, there's like I would you say there's definitely more guys than girls because obviously wrestling is more of a guys thing. Sure, but right in front of us in the front row. There were some pretty hot ladies there. There's quite a few, man. There, yeah, there's a lot of girls. And, like, actually, like, what would you say, like, you said, like, 60-40, the male-to-female ratio, ratio. I said about 70-30, so it's, you know, maybe thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, there's a lot of girls there. I noticed one thing, like, the ladies actually were a lot more vocal. The ladies were like, how about that? You know, they're cheering yeah. on, you know, their favorite, like, you yes. know, wrestler or whatever. Yes. They were really vocal. Yeah, and they've got those high, shrill voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is how you knew you could tell the difference right? yes 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 yeah there yeah, there's definitely some uh some stunners there that's yeah, for sure there's a thing there's some definitely there's some definitely attractive ladies there like you know obviously you have a, you know i say like you know this girl was at a wrestling show and you have a certain mental image in your head you're, you think <laughs> you're thinking probably a you know jeans and t-shirt type of girl right yeah right right right, right, right. some of these blue collar are... ladies yeah yeah, yeah 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 blue collar which is there's nothing wrong with that not slamming them at all now now we now totally totally not knocking them but like a couple of them some of them are in some really nice dresses with like you know hair makeup's all well done and walking around in high heels and like yeah they, like they weren't there because they were paid there. They were into it. They were chanting, screaming. Yeah, like, they're, like, Damn. there were some put together ladies. Yeah, for there sure. some nice ladies there. So wow, this is like bonus all around. It was like this is awesome. I'm so <laughs> liking this. Yeah, that was it. Was a dope night. That for was pretty sure. good. So yeah, so we saw, we saw all the fucking crazy shit with the juicing and like you know dudes smashing each other with concrete blocks and like yeah, the pipe. cinder blocks. Yeah, yes. fucking suplexing each other into garbage cans. Then yes, they had, like, off the top rope. Yeah, yeah. Then, then they had the what is it like the then like I think the last two matches were like the main event matches. Yes, and I I guess for wrestling aficionados that would be uh, I uh, strong style is what we would say. Yeah. Um, you know WWF or WWE I guess they don't really do strong style so much unless mm. it's like a pay per view, but these motherfuckers. <laughs> they're, you know, they're all in. Is all is all. Well, I, was, I, can I would say, say like it, it. They didn't get bloody like the last couple of matches no, did. No. But like, how do you say from a technical point of view, these guys were really moving and grooving. They were like, you know, flipping each other over and doing this. And there was a lot of really technical stuff. Yeah, but when they would do clotheslines or the 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 chops or the hits, it was fucking hard. You yeah. know, it wasn't just like. 
uh, like I I've gone to like an amateur wrestling show mm. before where it's like students and like you know they're almost afraid to hit each other hard so it's mm. like they're kind of you know instead of a hard chop to the chest it's like a light slap uh. you know and but these motherfuckers they're going at it hard strong style we had like a wrestler on here one man crew so mm. he's he's wrestled in japan he's wrestled in korea and he's you know he's been back to america as well and like he basically said they're so hardcore over in japan they're like you know he'll, he'll be back in Mem- you know memphis style is considered the softer easier style okay yeah but like you said people are just scared to get in the fucking ring with him oh because he's been to japan, he's been to japan. yeah right, right everybody right. knows how fucking hardcore japan is right 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 yeah. right there's no well, casual fans here well i get you know old school <laughs> the crowd wants blood it must be appeased <laughs> old school wrestling like memphis style yeah, was like a, memphis right? was like a brawling is southern style wrestling was more blue collar brawling yeah. i don't know how it is now but uh yeah yeah, yeah maybe uh you know compared to japanese hardcore style it's yeah, well, uh when, when, when you've got dudes like you know just stabbing each other with scissors and yeah fucking, right like, the broken glass and everything yeah I think it's pretty safe to assume they're just not fucking around. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that was some dope shit tonight. pretty dope, so yeah. yeah, It was really fucking nice, man. Yeah, cool fucking time. Yeah, let's uh, let's take a little bit of a break, and then we'll do the last segment, which is on to the news. All right. All right, all right, all right. All right, and on we go with the very last segment of our show. Uh, first off, uh, we got two more of these Coney Islands. Let's pop them open. Yeah, well, but uh, where's the ice cream? Ice cream. <laughs> there you go. That's all we need. You know what, though? You do. do you, you raise a really good point. Why are we not just like getting some vanilla ice cream and just sitting there spooning the shit off? <laughs> I'm gonna do that tomorrow. Uh, stom- stomach ache later. Stomach stomach ache later. <laughs> yes. I, I think this is a very distinctly uh, how do you say North American taste because like you know I was in a good mood and like we'd had a couple I'd had a couple of these and I was like you know for, for my wife I was like hey why don't you try one of these they're fucking great you'll love them and she's like and she's like all <laughs> gagging and then, then then I had to think about it. I'm like oh yeah like I think it's just mostly a North American thing. Like, even Europeans don't like it because, like, uh, my French teacher used to rag on and on about, like, how, like, French people don't like root beer. That it's all chemically and tastes artificial. They just don't like it. Okay, okay. But I'm like, the French don't like sugar water? <laughs> Seriously? Come on. Yeah, well, they're sophisticated. <laughs> they're too sophisticated. Us and our fancy pants, root beer floats. Yes, yes. Black cows. Black cows. Uh, oh, another another good one I was going to name was, uh, how do you say, like, uh, cherry ice cream and cherry Coke is really good. Ooh, I've never had that. I had a couple of those. They're quite good. Yeah, <laughs> quite tasty. Come huh? on, think about it, man. You can't go wrong. Cherry and cherry, a little bit of Coke on the side. Yeah, cherry on wrong. cherry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's uh, a yeah, clinkety-clink. Cheers. Clink. All right. Mm. 
Hey, Johnny. <laughs> hey, Johnny, what's up? Yeah, what we are you look doing? Forward to you, we look forward to him coming back and giving you some interesting stories about his time in America. And that's right. I'm yeah. sure he's getting into some funny business. Yeah, some dope-ass shit. Yeah. You know, last, time, last time he was there, like he said, I wouldn't have believed him before, but he said, he said like, um, I don't know if you remember, his sister or his mother had a Darwin cat, which is a cat with it actually has like opposable functional thumbs. I had a buddy who had a cat like that, like with like six, like the paw, it was like six paws. Yeah, you had to zoom in of the picture and it wasn't fake. Like, yeah, I could like, I was like, that that's not right. And he's like, no, dude, watch this. It's got like video of him picking up paper and basic stuff. I'm like, <laughs> I would have called bullshit had I not actually seen a picture. I'm like, okay, maybe it's a thing. Yeah, I think that's like, I guess it's just like a genetic mutation. Yeah. Well, it's um, obvious. It's obviously working in their favor. So people better be very nice to cats because they could become our next overlords. <laughs> Speaking of which, they already this, are. They already are. <laughs> yes. The cat worship on oh I see I see where you're going with this like you know all those stupid cat videos. It's like a cat worship of ancient Egypt. Right. They yeah. Are considered holy and superior beings. Well, I mean uh, most cat owners, you know, uh they're bowing down you know, <laughs> you, <laughs> they're bowing down to the pussy, know, aren't yeah, we? All? You know, you're you're just doing everything for the cat and yeah. uh good for them yeah well, I, I, I did see a meme like that it shows like it shows a picture of a dog and it, and it shows like he loves me he takes care of me he feeds me he must be god and it's like a picture of a dog it shows a picture of a cat he loves me he takes care of me he feeds me and then it, you know it's a picture of a cat he i must be god yeah right 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 we all uh we're all in service to our animals, I guess. Well, no, I gotta say, like, a dog can hang out with me like your good buddy, but, like, you know, cats just kind of this whole have this whole really hyper-arrogant thing going. <laughs> they do. They just, like, think they're better than everybody else. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I used to have that. I'd be, like, watching TV and, like, you know, commercial would come on. I'd get up and take a piss, and, like, my sister's cat would, like, you know, I'd have, I'd have a really nice, like, you know, seat, like, you know, you know, the butt groove working into the couch. And immediately the cat would get up, like, all arrogantly prance up there and just kind of stretch out and lounge out there. And then I'd come <laughs> back from taking a piss and be like, yo, dude, I saw that, and that's my secret. <laughs> Fuck out. <laughs> Speaking of which, like, let's uh, let's talk about how not to handle cats and their arrogant behavior. All right. You let's, were, you're uh, a guest. You're going okay. first. Um, whoa. All right. Saitama tax collector uploaded videos showing... Killing of cats with blowtorch. Ah. How not to handle arrogant cat behavior. Yeah, and, and uh, how not to, like, run a business, I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, maybe it's how to run a business into the ground. Do you yeah, ever consider that? Yeah. Um, Tokyo Metropolitan Police have arrested a 52-year-old male tax collector from Saitama City, Saitama Prefecture, for allegedly killing stray cats video footage of which was posted online reports the Sankei Shinbun over a 13 month period ending in April Makoto Oya snared three aka the cat slayer yeah did he fucking youtube this shit i let's let's find out snared three stray cats with a trap near a dilapidated house in Fukaya city Saitama he then killed them with boiling water and a blowtorch. 
Man. So it's like premeditated. It's not only that. It was like, oh, those fucking cats are keeping me up at night. It's like, no, <laughs> let's set the traps. I must catch them and add them to my collection. My, yes, my perverted art gallery. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. This guy, Oya, who, was, who has been accused of violating the animal protection law regarding animal cruelty, Partially denied the allegations. Partially denied? Yeah. The, well, it wasn't me. The, the, those YouTube videos I posted up, that was a friend. Let, let's, let's, hear, <laughs> let's hear Oya's side. Uh, the excrement and urine of cats stinks. The suspect was quoted by the police station. Their nails are sharpened to injure. I do not recognize the extermination of harmful animals to be a violation of the law. Uh, according to police, o Ota is believed to have killed at least 13 cats since January of last year. Footage of the killings was uploaded to an anonymous video sharing site. In May, a person seeing one of the videos online tipped off police, according to the Asha Asahi Shinboom. Ooh. Yeah, so, well, you know, um... Really? Like, cats stink? Like, cats are some of the, just the fucking cleanest animals. Like, what was he got to say about a dog? I mean, were, were they pissing in his face? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know, you never know, man, some, maybe some people are into that. Well, yeah, well, you know... Innocent until proven guilty, I guess. Not but, in Japan. Uh, you're guilty. If you get charged with a proper crime, you're guilty until proven uh, innocent. That's it, that's the fucking fact. This is why Japan enjoys a nice uh, 99% conviction rate Well, uh, on, all, on all trials that go to court. Let's hope this gentleman uh, receives the punishment he deserves. Yeah, dude. Especially, that, that fucking creeps me out, man. Don't don't be mean to animals, man. What did, what did they do to you? Well, you know... If a, do if a dog bites you, it doesn't mean you go out and shoot every dog you see. And also, like, I gotta be honest, like, isn't that what fucking serial killers do? A lot of, didn't a lot of serial killers, they got their start, like, torturing animals, That's... and they kind of work their way up the food chain? Yeah, I, I, I guess, uh, you know... It's... Uh, this guy probably has some, uh... Some, uh mental health issues mental health issues maybe like one of the serial killers in the making yeah well yeah i'm telling you man like a lot of serial killers they, they got their start like torturing animals and then just kind of work their way up yeah, yeah yeah he's already 53 years old so yeah he, he's yeah he's, he's, he's not gonna change his ways yeah well you know, let's hope that he gets the help that he needs yeah uh, what, what do you think the punishment for him should be? Uh, hard time, man. Hard time. <laughs> hard I, was, time. I was thinking. I was thinking. Throw him into a body bag full of a, you know, that's full of rabid cats, and just like let nature <laughs> sort its course. <laughs> Survival of the fittest in that case. Yeah, his jail cells full with uh, full of cat urine yeah, and feces. Uh, oh yeah, just just to slow torment him. Yeah, yeah. that'll that'll really piss him off uh, just like just like the water the water bottle dude earlier you know just guards will just randomly walk by with a bottle of cat piss and just kind of toss him into his room <laughs> a little bit splash him when he's in his sleep yeah, yeah. hard time gotta I change guess. your ways buddy yeah let's let's hope he turns a new leaf yeah, let's hope oh, not yes much on. hope for him yeah man. <laughs> oh this one's great i love this one man Man hits and kills acquaintance in attempting to flee police in Kabukicho. Mmm, I see. All right, let's hear whoa, about whoa. it. So what's going on here? What do you think? Is a punch-up go wrong, or...? Um, 
Uh, <laughs> so this is not very, I think it's, it's very, uh, uh, I'd assume it's alcohol related. Alcohol related? Maybe. Yes. Let, let's uh, let's uh, soldier on and see uh, what goes on here. Uh, Tokyo Metropolitan Police have arrested a 35-year-old man who killed a male acquaintance with a vehicle while attempting to flee police questioning in Shinjuku Ward. In early Saturday reports TV Asahi. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. What's going on here? I want to know more. At 4.30 a.m., Toru Nishihara, a resident of Saitama City, Saitama Prefecture. God damn it, it's Saitama again. Yeah, there's Saitama some... is not having a good week. Yeah, there's some shit going on there. It's a yeah. shit show in Saitama, a I guess. resident of Saitama Prefecture jumped into the sedan while being questioned by police after he tried to flee a parking lot in the Kabukicho Red Light District. Dun, dun, dun. Sketchy shit going on. He should have. He he should have just. Uh, he would have been better off if he just, uh, you know, took the punishment took in the, the first punishment. place. We didn't even know. We didn't even know like why why they were questioning. I mean, we we were read on, but like why were they? We'll see. The suspect then rammed the vehicle into his acquaintance and dragged him along the road for about twenty meters. The suspect's uh. acquaintance was transported to a nearby hospital, where he was confirmed dead about an hour and a half later. An eyewitness said the victim became caught between the vehicle and its right rear wheel, mm. according to TV Asahi on... Oh, yeah, that's a pretty nasty way to go when you think about it. Um, yeah, hopefully he went out quick. Yeah, he was not moving upon transportation to the hospital, witness said. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe not. Nishimura, who has been accused of interfering with the duties of a public servant, denies the allegations. I do not consent to the charges. The suspect is quoted in saying, "I love this. I love this man. These guys think that they think like they maybe they seem like some CSI or some like Law and Order. They're like, I can be my own murder, and like, nope, these charges are invalid because I do not consent to them. Yes, right, like." uh uh, how'd your homeboy end up in the wheelhouse of your fucking car? Yeah. I don't know. I just uh, woke up and he was yeah, there one day. Yeah, the police put him there. Yeah. It's 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 always really funny to re- read about people that have gotten busted with drugs. They're they're always like I don't I don't think it matters what country they're in. They're always like trying to deny it going, Well I don't know what that is. I never seen that before in my life. They're like, dude, it's in your system and it's got your fingerprints all over the bag. <laughs> well, I don't know what you're talking about. That's like um uh, was it like on the Brady Bunch? Like Greg gets caught smoking a cigarette. He's got a pack of smokes in his his jacket. He's like, uh, no, it, 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 I'm just holding them for a friend. Yeah, yeah. Right? He, he, meanwhile, it's like his teeth and his teeth and his fingers are all yellow and shit. He's got like the tobacco just rolling yes. out. He's got like that bar of smoke rolling out of his breath. <laughs> Uh, he abruptly jumped behind the wheel. Prior to the incident, both men were undergoing routine questioning by police. Namura then abruptly jumped into the vehicle and attempted to flee. Police are now attempting to confirm the identity of the victim. Yeah, tough times, man. Tough times. Well, the thing about this is, like... Basically, like, in sketchy areas, like, the police, like, might occasionally make a routine stop because you never know. Somebody might be dealing drugs or doing something they shouldn't be, a.k.a. This guy, it, basically, this guy would have, well, he probably, obviously, he was up to some sketchy shit. Well, that's the thing. He, like, 
he wasn't in the car in the first place. Yeah. He jumped in the car, tried to flee, and banged up his buddy. Yeah, you know? so he just, he just made it worse, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he went maybe just... from like a drug offense to like, you know, yeah. like well, third degree murder or something yeah, like that. Just, like accidental homicide. Just take the drug rap, man, yeah. you know? Or you... What amazes me, I don't know if you know the law here, what amazes me about this story is like, like if you're a Japanese citizen, like police can't search you, and they can't even ask your ID if you're a Japanese person. They, they can talk to you. They can make routine stops. All you have to do is go, "Yeah, man, I'm not going to comply," unless unless they think you're actively committing a crime. And they catch you in the act. Yeah. Right. Right. So, like, you know, if, if you know, if you're, if you're slinging some drugs, and maybe they've seen a bag or a handshake or a transaction, then of course that you know they can stop and search you. But, like, you know, it says here, routine questioning. The guy could have basically sat there and stonewalled him and not even shown him ID or anything and been like, nah, not doing it. Yeah, that's, uh, this dude's not a Han Solo character, you know? Yeah. He's not, uh, uh, he's not cool under a shakedown, I yeah, guess. See, and they never are, man. You don't hear about the dumb criminals that get caught. Well, yeah, yeah I there's guess not, There's not so. exactly a lot of criminal masterminds running around here. No. Uh, no there's not. Let's see what else we got in the bag. All right. All right. Oh, it's my turn? Yeah, okay. There we go, man. All We're right. Taking turns. Um, this is a good one. Uh, Japanese idol singer has an important request for fans. Please use deodorant. <laughs> so, so, you know, take a shower... Before you meet your favorite Japanese idol. So I'm, I'm going to take it the, the, the paycheck on that endorsement cleared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Um, wait, 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 what is it? Degrees at Old Spice? Like, yeah. who's, 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 who's like yeah. floating with the cash? Just, uh, you know, they've got deodorant at 7-Eleven. Just, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's inexpensive. You just... Uh, buy it and uh swipe it a couple times or, you know what if worse comes to worse even if you're fucking broke you can do the the old-fashioned like the how do you say like the don quixote whore bath <laughs> you, know, you know what a whore bath is right? i know what a whore bath yeah, is so they've but got all those big samples it. out there you just like yeah basically you just run to the department store find some like high-end like you know cologne or perfume depending on you know you know oh, preference uh, and you just like douse yourself down and just run out well uh, an old school whore bath is like a wet towel, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what, what a, what a, uh, a working lady would use in a uh. brothel. She'd uh, take a wet towel, wipe down her armpits, mm -hmm. douche. She's back in business. That's oh, a really? horror bath. That's a horror's bath. Really? Yes, yes. And this might be a regional thing, but like, yeah, like the whore, whore bath, like where I come from, it's just like, how do you see, you just douse yourself in like cologne <laughs> or perfume. So maybe, maybe it's a different thing. You're like, your way actually sounds, you know, maybe, maybe that fucking West Coast shit, that actually sounds a little bit more hygienic. Right, right. Well, I guess that's a Don Quixote whore bath. Yeah, Don yeah. Quixote whore bath. Um... Well, let's let's hear what the Japanese idol has to say. Her I'm sure it's going to come. I'm going to be. I'm sure it's going to be a well-informed and very intelligent opinion. And let's, uh, you know, it, we can all learn something here. Smelly handshake events prompts frank discussion and suggested solutions for a common problem at idol appearances. You know, it's what it's hot in Japan and humid. Uh, sometimes, you know, you, you sweat it out. <laughs> 
Mm. But, uh, well, all right, well, let's keep well, going. Well, actually, like, I should bring up one thing, though. Like, uh, I say, like, these kind of hand, the, the handshaking events are kind of unique. But, like, so a, lot, a lot of these, like, you know, kind of pop stars actually do, will do events where they're organized and, like, how do you say, fans can basically line up and, like, you know, whatever celebrity will come out and say, hey, how you doing, blah, 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 and they'll shake your hand. Well, it's not only it's that. Kind of like autograph. I guess like a Comic Con, like everybody like lines up for Stan Lee's autograph or something. Sure, but when you meet Stan Lee, you got to pay a hundred bucks, and it's not that different. I went to see a band, Necronom and Idol. They're mm. like a black metal version of baby metal. Okay. And <laughs> I'm af- interested. And after the show, like the the girls are. You know, they take pictures with fans, and um, you can pay money to take pictures with them. It's so a it's a lot, man. It's like, like well, they were out in a hundred bucks a pop, or no, it wasn't. They uh, might have just been five bucks to take a picture, but you you talk with them for one minute. Mm. Uh, I didn't, I didn't pony up the cash, but mm. uh, my pride five dollar to be too rich for my blood. Yeah, I'll pay five bucks to uh, take a picture with a pro wrestler, but uh, uh which you did earlier. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, okay. But uh, right, I, I gotta say, that dude was fucking cool, so it was worth your five bucks. Yeah, so but um, yeah, the, the whole th- it gets a little creepy at, at those uh, idol shows, I guess. Yeah, especially because when, when you consider a lot, a lot of like the fans are like these creepy middle-aged salary men yeah 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 i'm not i'm not judging but uh yeah i can you're not uh, judging but yeah actually, i, I just are. didn't want to the girl i wanted to take a picture with was uh the line was too long so. maybe just do yourself a favor just read the rest of the damn story it's not at all unusual for english language recording stars to use their fame as a platform for advocating social change but in japan the stars of the music world generally stick to being pure entertainers however recently idol recently idol singer kaori Matsumura seems to have taken up an important cause. Cleanliness. <laughs> yeah, that's her that's her fucking social issue. Like Oh my god, can you guys like before you like shake my hand, could you like take a shower or yeah. use deodorant? Like, so like oh my god, some people are so like stinky. She's a real trailblazer. Oh my that's god, uh, man, yeah. this is gonna be so controversial. Yeah, she's a uh, you know, she's inciting social change here. Oh my god, she might cause a revolution. There might need to be like a cleanliness party <sighs> after this. <laughs> Earlier this month, Matsumura, a member of Idol Unit SKE forty eight. SKE forty eight, is that like a... Like uh, dude, there's a, there's several dozen of these. They're, why why they're, is they're, they're an AKB48 knockoff? Well, yeah, but the why is the uh, what's the fascination with 48 members? I don't know. Dude. <laughs> Reveal that okay, among okay, basically like they're corporate whores. There's no nice way to say this. They're run by a fucking corporation that they have like AKB48 has over, literally over a hundred members. Most of them are just kind of backup dancers that hope they get, you know, bumped up to the next right, slot. Right, right. But, like, whatever company put this forward, they were so fucking successful. Literally every other t- entertainment company looked looked at that and said, I want a slice of that pie. So they started cranking out, like, basically 
you know, young girls belting out utterly forgettable pop music and that use that as a stand formula. But they copied the formula so close, it's like three letters and a two-digit number. And that's <laughs> literally all the more originally originality they have left. Necro- yeah, I can't pick this up. Necronomen Idol's pretty pretty dope, but uh, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll keep going. We'll just keep going. Revealed that among the presents she receives from fans are stuffed animals with mysterious stains. Oh, God. Which are surely tokens of affection she cannot do without. She's just saying that to please the fans. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they go straight to the fucking incinerator. Uh, yeah, well, uh, stuffed animals with mysterious stains. What, yeah. What's that all about? One can only speculate. Nocturnal emissions? Nocturnal emissions. Um, This week, the Nagoya-based... Yeah, I would call them lube-induced mi- emissions. Yeah, you know, those are some great fans. Yeah. <laughs> Here, um... That's one way to impress a girl. Let me tell you, like, let me just hand you this just-stained teddy bear. Yeah. Like, she'll fall head over the heels I, for me. Yeah, I want... The wa- creepy fucking note attached to I it. I want you to have my cum-stained... Pokemon. I want you to sleep with it every night. Yes. And every yeah. night you are to love it and pet it 47 times, only on the left side. Rub that it on... That is the correct side. Rub it on your face. Yeah. This week, the Nagoya-based idol took her Twitter account with another gross story of life in the idol industry. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure she says it's so fucking hard. <laughs> SKE48 held a sh- handshake event in which the idols made a public appearance to press palms with their fans. While handshake event... Is that event... the only thing that's being pressed? Hey, man, you know what? You I might... never know. You know... Uh, maybe maybe somebody's got a palm full of jizz when <laughs> they, a, when they do I a handshake. This is the general line of thinking. I think this is where the story's going. Yeah. Somebody just like, you know, how do you say... You know, locked themselves in the back stall of the toilet, rubbed one out, and yes. didn't wash their hands. Yeah, it was like, ooh, shake my hand. It's a handshake event. It's a milkshake event. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> while while handshake events have become a standard promotion in the idol industry, Matsumura tweeted about an unpleasant aspect of gatherings, which isn't often discussed by the performers themselves. So you know, you want to meet your favorite idol. I guess don't hand have a handful of jizz yeah. and uh, you know uh, use some deodorant. Yeah, like you know, like me and Johnny have gotten to meet a few few of our idols and like yeah, yeah, they're pretty good. But yeah, maybe don't have a load full of jizz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep your cum rags at home. Yeah, keep your cum to yourself. <laughs> Unless, of course, the lady lady says okay. Yeah. If it's okay, then yeah, go ahead and give it to her. The idol has not uh, agreed yeah, to that. She has not uh, acquiesced her permission. No, no, no. I'm oh, sorry, she has not rendered her permission, but yeah, you, you get where I'm going. All right, here we go. Let's get into some lighter topic. Actually, so actually, well, it's kind of weird though. That was kind of a crusty topic. This might be a little bit crusty as it's well, but crustier. It, yeah, crustier, I guess. Yeah. but in a very different way. Yeah, it's natural oxidization. Natural I guess. oxidization. Oh, it's natural. The last one sounded kind of natural or yet unnatural at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, rare Ferrari Daytona found after forty years in Japanese barn. Mm, 
dope shit. Yeah, it's pretty dope, right? Like, you know, even like, you don't strike me as a very big car person. I'm not either, but you can respect like how dope this is. Let's read on. Yeah. Uh, many, many thought this car didn't actually even exist. Ferrari had in fact only ever commissioned one street version of its Daytona with a full aluminum body frame. But for the last 40 years, this one-off was nowhere to be found. That's because it was gathering dust in a Japanese barn after being shipped out of Italy in 1971. Between 1969 and 73, Ferrari produced more than 1,200 units of their 355 GTB, a two-seat uh, Grand Tour convertible of 147 miles per hour, and officially nicknamed it the Daytona. These are kind of a thing now. They're kind of fucking famous. Sure. Yeah. It also commissioned a five uh, five lightweight aluminum versions of the car to compete in the endurance race uh, test. Uh, Twenty four hours of Daytona, and just one alloy version was was street legal. Okay. It's literally a fucking antique, one of a kind. So why the fuck did it end up in a garage, kind of rotting? I guess is the question. You want you want my honest opinion? I think some like older rich guy probably bought it and like maybe he just passed away like you know suddenly and you know nobody knew what it was. <laughs> he started getting trim and he just didn't care anymore about driving it around. Uh, maybe, but like you know this this happens a lot. But like you know Akihabara, certain areas you can just or even like I've seen people throw it out, but like they'll throw out old stereo, like old like you know school mm. stereo equipment or just really cool shit mm, mm, because mm. like basically some guy has a sudden heart attack or dies, right? And like you know the wife didn't understand his hobby or the you know the kids or whatever didn't understand his hobby, so it's just gone and like you know they're throwing out like literal just fucking treasure. Right, right. Because nobody right. knew what it was. And, What's that? I don't know. This is the very car bearing the chassis number one two six five three and featured in an all aluminum body by renowned car designer Sergio Scarlietti, who's a Carazzerio has been arriba. <laughs> has been doing chassis and body assembly on on. Ferrari cars since the 1950s, completed in 1969. Anybody, huh? The car was exported to Japan, a J Japanese dealership in 1971, and then featured in the January 1972 issue of Car Graphic, a Japanese motoring magazine. After passing hands several times, it ended up in a barn of its last owner, Makoto Takai, sometime around 1980. Yeah, that probably a rich dude who uh you know he got his dream and uh yeah. uh maybe it, he just passed on yeah well he just kind of neglected it i guess yeah, you know? i guess so but like can you imagine like the people like uh, I'm, I'm just picturing this in my head like you know i said so, you know people are cracking an old barn and all of a sudden you hear the dun, 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 dun. as soon as they <laughs> find the car the indian jones theme is just fucking blaring right they're like you know weaving torches from what is this? <laughs> Somebody probably knew a son or a daughter or, you know, they knew that it was in there, but the old man just couldn't let it go. He didn't, you know, they didn't know exactly what it was. Yeah, probably. Uh, the old man was like, don't go out in the garage. Yeah. The secret is private. Yeah, it's yeah. It's kind of fucking sad, though, because, like, Jesus. I, I bet they could, this, this basically rusted out bucket of shit now... 
I bet you could still sell it on eBay for millions. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Somebody, you, you know what's going to happen. Somebody's going to fucking restore it. For sure. For sure. And, uh, you know, the uh, kids are, you know, that's they're going to sell it and make a mint. And, uh, hey, good for them, you oh, know. Fair enough, man. Their dad had, their dad had some, some good foresight, I guess. Uh, I wish my fucking, yeah, I wish my fucking grandfather would have left me one of those. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next one. All right, all right. Um, oh, this is a sad one. Wow, wow. Man falls to his death from bridge after proposing to girlfriend. Uh, a 32-year-old man fell to his death after proposing to his girlfriend on a bridge in Miyakojima, Okinawa Prefecture, early Monday morning. According to police reports, the incident occurred at around 12.05 a.m. Monday, near the central part of Irabu Bridge. Fuji TV reported that the man fell 30 meters into the sea. The man had driven, driven with his girlfriend to Irabu Bridge to propose to her. After parking his car on the side of the road near the center of the bridge... The two exited the vehicle, and the man made his proposal. He had been drinking and slipped off the bridge moments after his girlfriend <laughs> said yes. Police said. After receiving an emergency phone call from his girlfriend, police launched a search for the man. Seven hours later, at approximately 7 a.m., his body was pulled from the sea. He was taken to the hospital where he was confirmed dead. You know, if she just would have said no, he would have been so crushed that... Oh, never mind. He might have just thrown himself off voluntarily. Oh, man. You, you know... You know uh, that, that's an interesting point. Do you think maybe she just she said no and he was like, I can't live without you and just like jumped off and then she's like, oh my God, he just kind of fell off. I don't want to speculate. It's a speculate. sad thing. It's you a sure, sad so, thing. So if, if she, she said a true yes, then like... He's just like happy and he starts jumping up and now next thing he's like, ooh, 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 ooh. Well, you know, it said that he, he had been drinking yeah, and he drove to the bridge. So, you know, we all know drinking and driving yeah, is drinking not driving a good. Is, it's not good. It's no. not. It's a, a terrible thing. Um. We all know people have done that. <laughs> yeah, we know people do it. I mean, come on, let's be real here. Um, hey, you know, let's hope this uh, broken-hearted bride can uh, recover. That's all well, I can say. Like, if this is like an actual true story, then, like, yeah, she's going to have a bit of a rough time getting over that one. That's a tell. Yeah, it's like, uh, here you are, the... Uh, you're at the pinnacle of of life, you know. You're 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 gonna happily consummate a marriage in the near future, and mm. uh, tragedy strikes, you know. So, uh, mm. you know, fader listeners, if you're gonna propose to your bride, you know, safety first. <laughs> safety first. And always, you know, <laughs> always safety first. You know, that's uh, what we recommend for you here. Yeah. Uh, Fader listeners. I don't have. A, I don't know if I have a super interesting story about to tell how how I proposed to my wife. Let's hear about it. All right. Um, I think 
two years ago, like, it was after Halloween, and I just DJed at Womb on the main floor, and it was, like, you know, like, the fucking highlight of my DJ career, basically. Okay. And, like... And Womb is, like, what? The number one dance club in all Japan, so I was, like, I got to dance, I got to fucking play there for Halloween, I was so fucking stoked, I mean, I was just, like, I was just on cloud nine for weeks. Okay. I think, like, so, I was super happy, I'm just kind of, like, riding the wave, and I think I'm... I think a week after that, it was shitty weather, so I just bought a six-pack and stayed in. And, like, you know, me and my girlfriend that at the time had moved in with me, and, like, you know, I was just sitting there, and I was having a few beers, and we're talking, and it's going good. And I was just, like, I was, I, I was, got, I got really emotional, but I mean that in, like, the best possible way. I was just, like, super happy. I was just on the spot and go, hey, uh, so we've been living together. It's been going pretty good. She's like, yeah. I'm like, you want to get married? She's like, oh, yes, that'd be very nice. I'm like, all right, cool. So I guess, I, I guess we can get married then. And I was like, oh, okay. And, then, <laughs> and I was like, okay, so I, I suppose, uh, do you want an engagement ring? She's like, oh, yes, of course. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> that, that was my fucking whole proposal. I was not planned out. I just fucking did it. Yes, yes. Uh, but uh, she, she did consent to marry me, so I guess it worked out. Yes. Uh, so, uh, so, Fader fans, you know, you may... <laughs> unconventional ways you know but just uh safety first safety first right safety first you could do it on the balcony it was raining you could do it could have fallen off but it's only on we're only on the third story so yeah i probably would have been all right you could you can do it however you want just uh yes safety first (laughs) safety first be careful yeah so don't don't drive drunk to a bridge in the middle of fucking nowhere ah this poor guy and this poor bride oh I will love you forever. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I probably shouldn't make fun of this story, but I mean, dude, fucked up. Yeah. You done fucked up. Yes. All right. All right. Last one. Here we go. We've been saving the best for last. Brazilian man acquitted of sexual assault after kissing a Japanese woman on a Nagoya train. Mm. What's going on here? Uh, what was it? Uh, what's that old song like? Uh, it's like an old song. Uh, on a, uh, anyway, don't on a, stand uh, so close to no, me. No. On a midnight train to Nagoya. Oh really? <laughs> no, that's not. That's it's got different lyrics. I, th- I think I know what you're on a midnight train to somewhere somewhere. Georgia, yeah. This, so Georgia, maybe. Yeah, this randy Brazilian man though has know, other maybe. ideas. So maybe yeah. it's just uh, trying. Maybe, maybe it is the same song. Maybe they're choosing to flip the script a little bit. Yeah. Yes. On the night of June 26, 2017, a 23-year-old Japanese woman was sitting on a train traveling from Aichi Prefecture's. Chitahanda Station to Kanayama Station in the prefecture of the capital of Nagoya. At some point, the 44-year-old man sitting next to her, a Brazilian national living in Nagoya, introduced himself. He asked the woman her name and what kind of work she did, and he eventually asked her for her phone number, which she gave. As the two continued to talk, he took a hold of her right hand and kissed it three times, according to the woman, and began touching her lower body from the outside of her clothing. Mm. This is where where he starts to get his perv on. Yeah. Come on, guy. Yeah, come on. Show a little bit of class. (laughs) Yeah, that's... 
the You're woman, above that. Yeah, or maybe, well, maybe he's, I don't know, maybe. dude. Already, we're not, we're not starting off very good. So the dude's yeah. 44 years old, and he's macking on a girl that's basically, let's do the age difference, 23 years old. Let's, let's do the age difference. He's old enough to be her father. Sure, and he's... Oh, yeah, and he's going. doing Denshin yeah. Nampa because he was like, hey, baby, how you doing? Imagine sitting on this train. I got nothing better to do. Like, what's your number? Yeah, she gave it to him, but we don't know if it was a real phone number or not. Yeah, exactly. Or even like, I find a lot of a lot of Japanese girls who do this. Like, a lot of Japanese girls will talk to you, but like, just, sometimes they're just probably trying to be polite. She might have given him a fake phone number, or she might have given him a real phone number. Like, you know, if the guy starts housing her, she just easily just block him. <laughs> right, right, or, right. It's real common to do nowadays with line. Sure. Like, girl, most girls will happily give out their line address, but okay. like, you know, you know, harass them. They'll just say it block, and it's real easy to do. Yeah. Well, what happened to this Randy Brazilian gentleman? Randy Brazilian guy. Well, let's read on. The woman did not appreciate these overtures, and after filing a complaint with the police, the man was arrested in March of this year, before being arraigned in April, ahead of being placed on trial in Nagoya District uh, or for, uh, Court for the Incident. Prosecutors sought a sentence of two years in prison, but on September 5th, the trial ended. Oh, sorry. Actually, I read that wrong. It was 2016. It was this last year. So this has been ongoing. It's been recently resolved. But the trial ended on September 5th with the defendant being cleared of all charges. The presiding judge, Mihoko Tanabe, a woman herself, accepted the man's claim that he did what he did only because he felt the woman welcomed his physical contact, though he denies touching her lower body. Mm. This is another thing, like, uh, I feel like maybe some more specifics might be pertinent here. Okay. And he said he touched her lower body outside of her clothing, but still, that's that's a little bit of wiggle room, you know. You know, there's like touching a girl's knee, and there's maybe you know grabbing her ass is kind of a sure. There's, there's yeah. a little bit of a difference there, but we don't know, so we'll have to just assume whatever, make up whatever mental illusions please you. Um, but you know, you're if you're on a train in Japan. And you're, you're, you're slagging for chicks. <laughs> you know, maybe just keep your hands to yourself. You might st stay out of jail. You might not have problems with the police. Yeah, exactly, man. I mean, another thing, in Japanese in general, they're not, they, they don't like PDAs. Like, how do you say? They don't appreciate, like, you know, physical, you know, touching in public. Yeah, right, right, right. Even, even like, my own wife, and she's my goddamn wife, she's only kissed me in public, like, maybe twice. <laughs> she's just like, you know, that was, all like, right around the time we were getting married. She, she won't do it. She thinks it's rude, and she's like, ooh, I'm so embarrassed. We're just like, but we're fucking married. Uh, so, yeah. Um, like, you know, I, I know, like, you know, married. America and you know, most you know European countries, it's totally like common. Just give your like wife like a hello kiss or a goodbye kiss and whatever. And that's just that. But you're the, you, you don't appreciate it here. Not so, out in the public, right? Yeah, yeah not out on a train. Yeah, yeah so especially some chick you just met on a train, which yes. is probably full of people. So yeah, maybe don't do that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So. Tanabe, well, but listen, here's where we get in the nuts and bolts and the actual guts of the article, though. Tanabe's decision was promoted by a number of factors, in, saying, in quotes, this was different from a situation where in which a jikan, a.k.a. a groper, suddenly gropes a woman. And we cannot dismiss the possibility that the delegate believed he had the plaintiff's consent. 
The judge has commented, acknowledging that the two had been engaged in a conversation before the man's physical advances. In addition, the plaintiff neither appealed to other passengers for help nor moved to a different car of the train. And while Tanabe, uh, Tanabe recognized the woman's inner objection to what the man was doing, as evidenced by her police complaint, she ultimately felt that the lack of overprocessations also made it possible for the defendant to think he was doing what he was doing was acceptable. I see. So basically, um, because she the, the, didn't the, the, like the woman, cry out. Yeah, the woman's that's got a grievance. Like she didn't follow the rules. Basically. Okay. Okay. In, in, we're in quotes again. Particularly as the defendant, as a as a foreigner, he was unable to understand the defendant's sentiment of rejection, and believed she was just merely bashfully shy. Mm. He cannot deny the possibility that the defendant thought his feelings were reciprocated. Yeah, I don't know, man. If you're touching a woman and she's not into it, doesn't she like? Even if she doesn't say no, doesn't she kind of like you know, kind of like. Try to move away or kind of like, you know, scrunch up a little bit. Yeah, I, I guess, you know, the sour face yeah. wasn't enough for this gentleman. Yeah. Um, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. And this this poor bastard's probably fucking blasted out of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> he well, thought he was yeah, a real, a real that, smooth Romeo. Yeah, he thought it was a smooth operator. Well, until he until yeah, he ended up in the yeah, Koban. Yeah, yeah, given given that given that it was that late at night, we can't rule out the possibility that maybe there was some alcohol involved. Yes. Following the verdict, Nagoya Deputy Pol- uh, Public Prosecutor y- y- Yukinobu Hayakawa has said he is discussing what options remain regarding appeals to higher authorities. Meanwhile, defense lawyer. Uh, Tatsuya Morikawa said that he found the judgment reasonable and fair. Of course he did, because he fucking won the case. Mm. Having never ridden public transport or played the singles game in Brazil, I can't comment on how reasonable the scenario is of chatting up a woman more than 20 years younger than you on a short train ride. It's only half an hour from uh, Chitahanda to Kanayama. Oh, sorry, but by the way, this is the author, this is the writer's, like, commentary. Mm, mm, mm. And doing it so charmingly that she has to make out with you when you're there. And granted, it's not like it's made a December romance's chance encounters leading to meaningful relationships or love, love slash lust at first sight never happen in Japan. Still, the chances of all those lovely cliches lining up at once are extremely slim, and while the man was in trial, in, in trial walked away free. He could have avoided the whole thing if he, this whole mess, if he'd simply stopped to consider that maybe, just maybe, his pickup game wasn't that strong. Nah. So yeah, that's 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 a actually, gentleman wrote that. I guess, that was well written and well worded. Oh, oh, it's from Rocket News again, man. Anything to do is really good. Okay, well this. I don't. I don't know if you. I don't know if you're familiar with Rocket News, but no. it's, a, it's Rocket News. 24.com. I see. They, they do a lot of like, uh, they do a lot of news stuff, but like they're always putting a very humorous spin on us. Like that was very well written, but yeah, they report the facts and then, and then they smack the guy down. So uh, actually, yeah, I do, I do not disagree with them. I could not have said it better myself. I guess this dude was uh, perving on a chick and she wasn't into it. Yeah, I guess he, you know, he, he did get, he didn't get a call back, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm thinking it now. If she's got to go to the police and report it. Probably not. He didn't get a, a first date. Yeah. Uh, sorry, guy. Um, better luck next time. 
and uh yeah well you know he might have gotten off with uh you know well, like, maybe he might might have gone off in several ways yeah. but it wasn't by her i can tell you that <laughs> well, well i mean maybe he got he uh he escaped prosecution but uh you know, he's, he's only got to deal with several thousand dollars of lawyer's fees. Yeah, exactly. Not, <laughs> not only that, and, like, obviously, he, he did get arrested and get thrown in the clink for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he it was definitely inconvenienced, that's for sure. <laughs> so, but, yeah. you know, um, you're having a good night in Tokyo. You feel your game strong. Yeah. You're on. You're little, on the subway. Yeah, you know, so maybe a little bit of alcohol's involved. You yes. got the liquid courage flowing through your veins. You're like, yeah, I'm fucking awesome. I can do anything. You know, three kisses on the hand might, little, little might be okay. My, that's, that's it's not okay. So, so maybe, I'm maybe, sorry, maybe it's maybe not she okay. Would have been one, one and one, and she would have been like, oh, you're such a gentleman. Oh my yes, God, you're such a nice yes, man. yes. It was the. It was the uh, underbody groping that uh, yeah. turned her off. Also not good. No. Yeah, they, see the guy's just lining up like charges against his favor. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. well, you know, d- uh, keep it friendly on the subway. You know, on the Tozai line, on the yeah. Yamanote, I'll, I'll on the Chua line. Yeah, be, be, be a gentleman, faders. Yeah. We don't need to tell you that. You guys already have the right idea. Yeah, I, I will say though, when I when I was single, like, um, I didn't do that. But like, you know, you go out, you chat with the girl, and bloody bloody blah. Like, if you're not sure that she's that into you, like, one one way to be safe is like basically, yeah, get her contact information, and then like, you know, you mail her like a day or two later. If she mails you back and she wants, she's willing to hang out. Yes. Then, like, you know, there's yes. probably a certain, you know, there's a fairly good percentage of, you know, a certain chance she's into you. Right. If she doesn't, then you know, fuck it, don't worry about it. You just move on. Don't be yourself. Don't try too hard. Yeah. That's all. This. Yeah. Uh, this. This gentleman. Yeah, this guy's Romeo game just crashed and burned. Yeah, he got he got a little bit outside himself and yeah. tried too hard. Well, he got a little bit outside himself and a little bit inside of a jail cell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He got to know the inside of a of the Koban a little, yeah. a little too <laughs> closely. Intimately acquainted yeah. with it. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Well, <laughs> Sean, thanks for coming in oh, and taking thanks, Johnny's talk. Tom. Spot. Yeah, my pleasure. It was always. A good day with the wrestling. It was a good day with the news. It was a good day overall, man. Yeah, we. We, 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 uh, yeah, f- uh, fun time was had by all. Yeah, so, all right, we'll see. Maybe, maybe we'll do another show this week- weekend. Maybe we won't because, like, oh, I didn't mention it's my birthday weekend. Uh, it's Tom's birthday yeah, on the on 23rd. S- Saturday, yes, yeah, so I may or may not feel like doing a show and or be sober enough to conduct one. But so you know see. what, Fader, send Tom a, a happy birthday message via email. He'll he'll appreciate that. Of course I will, dude. That'll, every, put, dude, a, every, that'll put a smile on his everybody, face. Everybody always appreciates being told happy birthday. I mean, come on. Sure, a little, a little, uh, what do you say? A uh, little bit of love in my way. Yeah, a little uh, pep in his step. Pep in his step, there you go. <laughs> All right. right. I think that's a good way to go out. So on that note, we're out. Bye-bye, and see you next time. Ah.